Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody, it is Vacation Station time here on Big Blend Radio. And you know what? It's the fourth Tuesday of the month. Uh, it, well, you could be listening to this anytime. Uh, but this is the time when we catch up with travel writer Debbie Stone. We call her the fire monkey because she is a fire monkey. She got that name when she was in Bhutan for a good reason. And she likes to hop around the globe, across the country. And today she is joining us to talk about Portugal. She took a four-day self-guided trip to like Lisbon like my bucket list city, right? And she went to Sintra. Uh, this is an amazing journey. You can see her article up on blendradioandtv.com, but the link is in the radio show notes. So no matter how you're listening, go look at it in the show notes. It's there. Um, but welcome back, Fire Monkey. I am just biting at the bit to talk about this. <laughs> and I'm also very green with envy. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I've got a downfall of like jealousy on this, but welcome back. <laughs> I do. Well, I'm thrilled it's... to be here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm curious why, why it's always been on your bucket list. The music and the architecture, ah, um, the music okay. is a big deal. Um, yes. And it was Anthony Bourdain's episode when ah. he went there that really kicked it off. And I have friends, from, yeah. a lot of friends from Portugal. And growing up in South Africa, a lot of my friends were Portuguese. And, um, but, you know, it, it was, now we have the internet, so we can look at articles like yours, listen to podcasts, watch videos. And um, back, you know, when I was in school, like you had to get the old crusty book off the school bookshelf. <laughs> and yeah, I was still fascinated by, you know, the photos were almost going into sepia because nothing lasted, you know, you know, dust right, off things. Right. But then it was like, I want to go. I've just had this incredible thing to go there. And, and I think it's I think coastal areas are always fascinating because it brings in a lot of different people and yes, culture yes. and it just looks like where you went. I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen the photos like what you brought, brought home to the States uh, for all of us to see and around the world. Um, you went places that I didn't even know Portugal had. Um, and we're going to be talking more uh, on the next episode as well about the Azores that you went to, but, or is it Azores or Azores? I gotta it's say actually, this right. a, it's actually, if you pronounce it in Portuguese, it's Azores. Ah, wow. So it's it, the uh, Azores uh. Islands. So yeah, I, I, I learned that because I kept calling them the Azores. And every time people would look, kind of look at me quizzically and they were like, the Azores. So hmm. um, yeah, so that's, that's something to, to, to practice in the meantime. But uh, you know, I'll get Portugal, there, I'll get there. But Lisbon and Sintra, Lisbon yes, and, and Sintra. Hmm. And you'll you'll find that you know, and Portugal as itself is one of the oldest countries in Europe, actually. But you know, Lisbon, being the capital city and uh, the largest city in Portugal, um, has a very you know a very colorful history, and it's uh, basically twenty centuries of history. And you know, just it's just one of those destinations. It's so lively. It's vibrant. It's 
it, it's got this wonderful cultural tapestry. The food is incredible. Um, and the sites are just amazing. I mean, I only spent a couple days in each of these places, Lisbon and Sintra. Um, I've been to Portugal before. I've never had never been to either of these two places, but had been to Porto and the Douro Wine Valley and uh, several other places. But, you know, Lisbon is the kind of place that you can spend uh, many days in and uh, and still, you know, probably not see everything. But in the time that I had, I tried to see uh, as much as I could what I wanted to see, the attractions that I thought should be highlighted, um, and personal things that I wanted to do and see. Uh, so I think um, for me, as I mentioned in the story, doing a self-guided trip is my type of vacation. I love doing walking trips and, 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 you know, trips where I can go at my own pace and see what I want to see. But it's, but that also, as I mentioned, takes an enormous amount of time and research to put that mm-hmm. together. So this one company that I went with is called In Travel and they are known for slow vacation travel in terms of, you know, self-guided adventures all around Europe and you know, on and off the beaten track, and you can do, you know, cycling, there's skiing, there's snowshoeing, you can do it by foot, by boat, whatever. And they provide you with such uh, detailed information, route notes, maps, everything, and, you know, they book the accommodations, and uh, they do a lot for you, and then it's in your hands as to what you want to do uh, you know, based on all this material that they've given you. So it was really nice to have all that material and to have not, you know, had to spend all the time to, to get it all together. It was great. And then I could just say, hey, I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to go here. And, you know, with all the, the maps and routes and directions, I mean, it, it, was, it made things so much easier. And it was a truly just a, I really appreciated, you know, having all that information. I think it's great because they, I mean, it's slow, slow travel, like you say, and and in travel. So that means they're working with inns. So it's kind of this small small business, you know, again, we always talk about this, um, authentic travel. And, you know, these companies really have to work together with the different places. And if people aren't workable, well, we don't really want to stay with them. You know what I mean? kind of you know what I'm you you know what I mean it's about people that are coming together over a common cause of hey come be a visitor have an authentic experience you do good to our land we're going to do good to you too it's kind of that bond right and I think it's it's basically you know making connections with people and you know places and you know they they choose boutique style types of hotels in in interesting locations and so you have more of a unique experience and like you said an authentic experience and along with all the notes that they provide you with you know route maps and all the detractions they also give you notes of you know cultural notes and you know things that are important to know and you know if you bother to read them which you know most people do because they provide an insight into the culture or into the food and what you can eat, you know, not only where you can go and, and, you know, and so to me, that is just, that is, that is just such a, a wonderful resource to have. Mm. I love it. I love it because I know that you love um, working with people that know what's going on so that you don't waste your time once you get there, exactly. especially Portugal and you're going overseas you know, when I think about all of our traveler audience, um, 
when right. you go overseas, um, you you want to, you know, be able to make the most of it and not waste your time. And these companies really do kind of help get into that. And so you did like a self-guided walking trip. This is kind of like what you've done in Wales and in places like that before that we've talked about on shows. Um, I love this. So your, your lodging, they were all inns, correct? Like all of the, uh, from yeah, these were boutique, they were big boutique style properties. I love it. Exactly. I love it. And, you know, so, you know, one, the one in Lisbon, we stayed basically within the castle walls, uh, you know, that's crazy uh, uh, in the old town area, which is so, you know, it's got Seriously. so much character you stayed in, so much history. That's crazy. Yes. The cast, you went like, you get, went cast, I mean, I talk about Fire Monkey when she was in Bhutan and she was temple hopping. <laughs> now she's castle hopping. I mean, I couldn't <laughs> believe that. I was reading the article. I'm like, I didn't realize that many castles. But yeah, they the royalty thing is a big deal over there. It seems oh, it's, like. it's unbelievable. And you know, in Sintra, it used to be the you know the the summer mecca for the royalty to have their summer palaces and you know estates there. You know, so uh, you know it's it's like I said in there, it's it's got all this this past of rulers and invasions and destructions and reconstructions and you know so there's all of this going on there and and yet you know a city like lisbon they they take the old and the traditional and all the history but they also meld it with with the new and the innovations and the contemporary and forward thinking and so you do have this wonderful meld you know so uh, it, it really is a, is a wonderful city to to visit for so many reasons not only for the history but for all the other reasons that i mentioned which is you know you go for the food you go for the people and the ambiance and you know all of that now let so lisbon let's talk about this the largest city right and yes. oh man you went there. I'm so jealous. I can't help it. Um, I'm sorry. I just, so the architecture, I mean, just going through your photos, reading your article, the architecture, it, you know, and I, I can kind of see how Cape Town, South Africa kind of merged into that and got that architecture and kind of, you know, the roots. Yeah. Part of yeah, it. There's a, part of there's, it. There's, and there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of Moorish influence uh, in a lot of the architecture. Uh, because of that, you know, whole connection. And so you'll see, you know, designs in, in buildings and even in within, you know, courtyards in, in our hotel, for example, the boutique hotel that we stayed in, the, um, the, the, the patio or the courtyard had, you know, was very, had a lot of Moorish uh, designs to it. And so that is one thing that, that sticks out pretty strongly, I think. But there are so many, you know, there's religious sites to visit, you know, cathedrals, there's the famous Geronimo's Monastery, you know, which is probably one of the, the top sites in, in Lisbon. And this is this grand, grand building uh, that is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And early, the sailors back then who used to explore the world and, you know, they had, Portugal had such a reputation for its uh, maritime, for its exploration of the world. But they, they were really superstitious. And so they would go in, in to the monastery and they'd pray with the monks that they would return safely and, you know, that, that wow. they would go okay. So this monastery, you know, you can go in there and you tour it. And it's, it's you know, a, a very decorated church. It has beautiful detail in the stone. Uh, it has a cloister that is two-leveled. It's It's just astounding 
you know. And I do say that some of the top attractions in in Lisbon uh, will attract the uh, the crowds. And one of the mm-hmm. things that I mentioned in my story is the Lisboa mm-hmm. card, which is something that's I yeah. think really important for people to know. You can get it for twenty four, forty eight, whatever hours, and use it. And not only does it give you free or reduced prices to some of the attractions, but it also gives you unlimited travel on any form of public transportation there, which is so nice because you can hop on a bus, you can hop on a funicular, you can you know go on the trams, whatever. And it and it just makes it so convenient you don't have to think about it. You know, and that that's a thing. I think, you know, you going, that's the role of the travel writer to give people these important, like, nuggets of really useful information. Because, yeah, Lisbon is popular. And so get the Lisbo- Lisboa card. Am I saying it correctly? I got to get it right. Right. Correct. And so um, do that. And, and you know, that's going to help you as you go through. But it seems like everywhere you went on both places, like, there's just a lot of different neighborhoods, historic neighborhoods and districts. So getting around, did you use more of a GPS? Did you work uh, with the with in-travel more for getting your bearings on, on these areas? Because well, in-travel provides really great maps, and it also provides route directions from various places, including the, the hotel that you're at. And so, and wherever, you know, if you can pick a, pick a neighborhood and they'll tell you, you know, what, what, what is there to see Mm. there and how do you get around there and all of that. And, you know, we walk a lot. So I walked a lot, but there are places that, you know, were a little bit further. So it was like, okay, we have this Lisboa card. So let's just, you know, hop on the tram, hop on the bus and get there and then walk around. And it was just, it was, was, was very, very convenient to do. Um, The Mm. one neighborhood that has got uh, several quite, popular attraction is the Belim uh, neighborhood. Yeah. And that's, that's, what, that's yeah. where the, the monastery is, but it's also where this incredible monument to the discoveries is, which looks like a, a prow mm. of a ship. And it's, it has all the, you know, it, it, it's basically celebrating all this, the explorers and the, their achievements and during, you know, back when Portugal was, was building its empire. And so, you know, you have all these statues of historical figures that are carved in this monument and it's, you can, you know, you can go up in it and you can get this incredible uh, view of the area. So that, that's, that's a wonderful thing to do. And the other thing is the Tower of Valen, which is insane, it, you know, built in 1521. And Amazing. it's just, once again, has a lot of influence of Moorish art. You climb through the up through these winding stairs and then you get to the top, you see the views. It, it's, it's quite amazing. The views are you know. insane. But I Aren't think, they? you know, you, you, you think about, you know, Henry, the Prince Henry, the navigator. I mean, yeah. Henry was like a huge deal in regards to our yeah. world of, you know, where we are now. And, yeah. you know, it's like, we got to think about these roots. I mean, it's like Marco Polo. Henry is the same yep. You know, and so you went there and, you know, I, I think, you know, South Africa as a kid, Vasco da Gama and, and all of that, like you're. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. you know, so it's this to me, again, is so close to just my childhood roots that um, it means so much personally. But 
um, you went to a lot of museums too, and that's something I think Portugal is doing really well. And this was was it where, where these were all in the Belém district, right? These museums, yeah, that the, the uh, people Coach can go National to Coach Museum, which is quite amazing uh, with a collection of all these royal coaches, coaches like mm. nine thousand objects, you know, back dating back to the 16th century. And then wow. there is a uh, the Barardo collection, which is an art museum, and the Maritime Museum, which is you know, if people are really interested in. Uh, as I say, Portugal's domination of the seas, then that's, you know, where you're going to go. Um, and the other place in Belém that is very well known is the pasties, uh, the pastries of Belém, which is mm. this this famous uh, bakery um, where you can try the Portuguese custard tarts. Uh, you know, these pastries are very well known. And in particular, I said, on one day, they sell 12,000 of these. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, on tw- uh, the weekend, they sell over 20,000 of them. And it's like, so they, they, the shop has been making them, you know, for, for over a hundred years or whatever more. And so supposedly the recipe is secret and it comes from that monastery that I mentioned, the Geronimo's monastery. And so I said, the, I learned that the monks use the egg whites to starch their habits and they use the egg yolk to make the custards. And so anyway, it's, it's a, a very popular place, but the, that is so worthwhile to wait in line and get your, your tart, <laughs> your pastry. I'm going to tell you that Dr. Jackie, our heart expert on Big Blend Radio, is going to say, <laughs> you got to reverse that. You can only eat the egg whites and throw the yolks right. out. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's like, hell no. No, that's not happening. But but isn't that interesting? You know, these yeah. kinds of uh, ways to do things from the past that we yeah. got away from. So when you step into these museums and these places where People are still living and maybe a little bit healthier than America. Doesn't that kind of make us think about where we're going in the world with the issues we're facing that sometimes these older ways of doing things may be better sometimes, you know, yeah, I think, but I think it's also, you know, when you're doing something, you know, you're, I mean, when you go into the shop, you're tasting history. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, tradition. You know, mm-hmm. as I say, you know, travel is all about using all of your senses. Well, this is, you know, you're tasting history, and uh, it's it's you know it's it's remarkable to me. And not only that, it's delicious. And uh, you know, to me, it's like uh, it's it's important to do something like that because that is mm. so. It is such a a famous place, and it's it's why not? You know, it's it's part of the whole experience. You know, and so anyway, I I, I urge people to go in there. Believe me, you'll go in there and you'll be like looking at those cases with the pacers and you're like, I have to have one of those. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm down. So you went into the old town like of Lisbon, which is definitely like part of what I want to do. Um, and this right, is and that's where we, yeah, that's history. where we stayed. Oh. Right. This is a beautiful area. Uh, we stayed in the castle. To, uh, we stayed basically in within these walls of, of the St. George's Castle uh, in this uh, lovely boutique, boutique hotel. But the old town has got this like, it's like a rabbit warren of these winding, narrow, narrow streets that go way up to the top of the hill where the castle is. And so that in itself is an experience just to stroll around that whole area. Oh, man. This is... But- so there you are, like in like a castle, basically. You're within the walls of a castle. Within the greater walls. Right, walls, not exactly. in the castle itself. No, but I mean, no. But this is, but I mean, it, it's it's still old, like where you yes. were. Like yeah, that was yeah, what, the is. 1800s? I, am I right yeah, on that? 
Yeah, I think it's, well, basically it's probably, I think it's even, I think 18th century, I think is, oh. well, maybe what did I put it? Did I say that it was? Well, the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, it's in an yeah, inner yeah. courtyard of that. Right. So that's really right. cool. So like, this is amazing. And so the hotel even has its own museum little, you know, showing, yeah. you know, what where they, they had found, there. Where they found uh, archaeological remains, uh, you know, at the castle, they have a whole area where you can, uh, there's a whole archaeological dig site where they're still digging and uh, excavating and uh, some of these uh, the, where they where that hotel was they also found things so they have their own little uh, museum but in the castle itself there is you know uh, an exhibit that shows how the castle was actually dis- quote unquote discovered in the late 1930s it you know it had been left and nobody knew it was around it but it was hidden within the walls of these barracks and they discovered mm. it so you know it's it's, you know, not been, you know, considering how old this castle was, it's not been that long since it was actually rediscovered, so to speak. But, you know, you can climb the ramparts, you can climb, you know, up and around the whole area. And uh, the one thing that wow. everybody knows about the castle is that there are peacocks everywhere you go. Oh, so they I love are it. Everywhere. They are, you know, they are freaking, they are showing their, you know, plumes or feathers, they are walking around, strolling around, and, um, it, you know, even where in the hotel that we stayed, we had a resident one uh, that was in the courtyard that would, you know, you're sitting there eating your breakfast, and it's out there, and it decides to show its, you know, show off and strut around, and it's just, it's a very neat experience. <laughs> I, this is a trip, so I need to get to the music. I can't stand it, because I've been jumping up and down this entire time. <laughs> The photo. You went to the photo museum. Did you yes. hear the photo music? Yes. yes. You know, yes. like why this is like the blues music of Portugal in a way, right? Yeah. You think of it. It's yes. like opera, but it's like so deep, and it's like it's very, soul. It's, it's oh yes, it's got so much soul. It's you know, really is a, a national treasure is what they consider it in Portugal, and you know, it's very. It's got these melancholy ballads and. Mm-hmm. They're singing about, you know, heartbreaks and being, you know, the poor, the life of the poor and sailors that have been lost. And, you know, so the museum tells the kind of the story from, you know, in history and, and, and it has some of the journeys that some of the artists have taken, um, you know, along with the evolution of how the Portuguese guitar got, you know, created. Mm. And you can listen. The audio guide is great because it lets you listen to all these different stars so you can sit there and listen for as long as you want. So it really is uh, quite an amazing uh, museum for people who are really interested. You know, most people have never even heard of Fado music, or if they have, they're not even sure, you know, maybe they've heard it once or whatever, but the museum is a, is a, is a deep dive into that. I, I think it's so cool. And then the weird thing is you go into a pharmacy museum <laughs> and I, you know, medical museums are freaky, right? You know, all the I implements. love them. Yes. I do too. <laughs> I'm like, they, no, you have to have Fado music on while you go through the pharmacy museum. <laughs> Somebody got killed. Um, it's, <laughs> it it's, is operatic. Yeah, it, too. It, it, it's it's crazy. And this one was amazing. It was it really was surprising. It's award winning, but it's like kind of a little bit off the beaten path, and and uh, didn't have many people at the time I was there visiting. But it was just unbelievable. I mean, they had like five thousand years of pharmaceutical history on display with these 
rare artifacts and these amazing, you know, tools that they used and books where they concealed poison and ancient sarcophaguses. Wow. And, you know, they also wow. had like first aid kits used by Shackleton and, you know, even from the wow. Space Shuttle Endeavor. And so, yeah, it was it was fascinating. I knew it was going to be interesting. I, I had read about it and I thought, I really have to go here. <laughs> Well, that, I always thought like, you know, there's the medicine and the medical museums, but pharmacy on its own, that's a whole other thing. And pharmacists are smart people. They they yeah. sometimes know what you need to take more than your doctor does, actually. Um, you know, you should have that conversation when you go to that counter, have that conversation with the pharmacist Absolutely. because they can look at, you know, are you taking too many of these, these, these and these, you know? Is, are you having too much variety in your medical profile um, right. of pills, you know, or whatever it is? Um, but I think the to have just pharmacy as its own is really fascinating to me. Yeah, and I, fabulous. I and, and when when it comes from ancient places, I think that's fascinating even more because they were on the cusp of medicine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, becoming yeah. medicine. So, but you know, um, for us, we look we look at some of those things and we're like, oh my god, that's so barbaric. Look at what they used, you know. And they did, uh, they know, did it. It is. <laughs> it was it was rudiment it was rudimentary, but from that grew you know more modern and sophisticated uh, methods and tools. You Thank know? God, our dentistry is not the same. I would absolutely <laughs> oh. die. Oh. I would. I, I yeah. there's not enough. I know they give you whiskey or bourbon or whatever, but yeah, I oh. think. God. I think I'd rather oh. die than go through half of the stuff yeah. people went through. I don't know. Yeah. Cause you're not in it. Yeah. Right. But you can just yeah. imagine yeah. the horror of going through things like amputations yeah. and, oh. and I, I oh. know, I don't want to get people all, you know, no. everybody's, everybody's <laughs> like curling up their legs right now and, um, and closing their mouths. <laughs> like no one's coming into my mouth with anything weird, yeah. but yeah. okay. Let's talk about food because Definitely. you know, I know you love your fish. You are a pescatarian and you love your yeah. fish and Portugal and Portuguese food. I know I can't, I don't get to eat it Lots of seafood. allergy wise, but I thought, Oh, Debbie's going there. She is, she's munching down. She's having a yes. good time. Yes. Did you yes. have a good time? Absolutely. You know, the famous uh, fish there is bacalao, which is uh, cod. And, uh, it, you know, you'll see it in every form and shape, every way cooked possible and um, on every menu. And then tuna is also very popular, along with, you know, shrimp and oysters and octopus. And, you know, uh, if you find meat, the meat is usually it could be in stews, it could be grilled, it could be baked. Um, and, you know, tapas or what they call petiscos uh, in Portuguese are all over the place, too. So, you know, you can go into this, you know, into a wonderful little place and just have some, you know, of these tapas, which are wonderful to make a meal. I love mm. doing that. And, you know, I mean, there's wine galore because, you know, you are in Portugal. And uh, so you'll find lots and lots of different kinds of wine and port and all that wonderful uh, stuff. And I did mention that there is a marketplace called the Timeout Market, which is great because you can go in this wonderful uh, indoor market and there are all these different uh stalls and they all have different kinds of dishes and, uh, and it's uh, a wonderful place if you want to sample uh, anything uh, mm, from, you that's know, cool from, 
from tapas to, you know, full meals to, to libations, whatever. And so uh, it was recommended to us by in travel in our notes. And so we went there and it really was a, a, a really good place to, to do that. I really highly recommend the timeout market. So it's kind of like our food halls that we're getting into, yes. In, yes. which is kind of European to me, right? The food halls Absolutely. that we have in this country. It yep. is. Um, yep. Yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, Albuquerque has an amazing. Well, now apparently they have more. But I remember yeah. going to the sawmill that was. The you sawmill know, and, is like my favorite place to go if I'm in Albuquerque. I love going there. It's, it's I all, love it too. It's all local. It's local food, you know. Local, so except for we had Peruvian local. food, but it was local people making it. Yeah. And then oh, they yes. had the whole, all the local beers were on tap because oh, yes. New Mexico makes fantastic beer. And so we had local beer paired with Peruvian food. And there yeah. were empanadas, which I thought, well, you know, that's uh, close yes. as we can get. But they had flower people like selling flowers and arts oh, and crafts yes. and don't, oh, and don't, they have like like you know botanical drinks and you know just wonderful yes. everything. But everything is made by you know it's locally made and purveyors are local. That's and so the it's, thing. And it's so wonderful. this this timeout market sounds like that same kind same. of yes. yeah yeah. But it yeah. stems from European roots. America didn't think of this. We we stole no. it that idea. But I think we but did. It's, I, and I mean it nicely, you know, it's, it's, it's something, it's an inspiration. Well done. Concept. Well said. Well I said. Yep. Yeah. I, yep. I do too. Yep. Like Pike's Pike market. I keep saying it's, it's yes. the Pike's peak thing is stuck in my head. Pike it's marketplace. Pike, place. It's <laughs> Pike place market. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yep. Debbie's got an article on that too, by the way, on blend radio and TV.com, but it's these, you know, this, Europe has this amazing way of doing markets, Africa too, India too, um, marketplaces where you come together and go, hey, I have this to sell. I've got mangoes. I got the pineapples. Oh, speaking of pineapples, Uh, I'm just saying, apparently you had some pineapple cheese delights going on. Oh, pineapple. Oh, my gosh. That was on the uh, story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wonderful. Uh, that, that we can chat about when we chat about the Asores because they're oh, they, oh. the pineapple. So, but uh, oh, sorry, I got yeah, excited. No, it's it's um, it you know, I do love that concept of the whole marketplace, and you get people. You know, it's also a wonderful place where you can talk to people who are actually who've actually been growing what they are selling. You know, it's, that's it's, that's that's the thing too. So you you did this nice like getting to have i think it's a thing to do when you get to a city is to go to a place like that to get a little idea of what you're tasting yes. so when you go to a restaurant you understand when you sit down and all of that um so it's like it's kind of like a visitor bureau of food <laughs> you know, like a welcome <laughs> center of food and libations right but then yeah. you you moved on from lisbon Yep. And I'm sorry, but I think you should have stayed there a lot longer, Debbie. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I God. Called, yeah, see, if, do you hear I just called you Debbie because I normally call you Fire Monkey. I know. You know, I know. It's, it, it, this is the thing. Debbie comes, Fire Monkey comes on the show, Debbie. It's FM, <laughs> Debbie, Fire Monkey. And she is <laughs> categorized in all these different ways in our files. And so sometimes I lose things. It's because FM... <laughs> Debbie, fire monkey. And if I call her Debbie, I'm getting on her case. And my case is like, hello, number one, you went there without me. 
Number two, <laughs> you left Lisbon too soon. I'm just saying because, like, of course did you, I did. I, I wanted you to go days to, more. to a concert. I wanted you I to know. go hear the music, not just do the museum. But I would know. you go back? Would you go back before we get to Sintra? Would you go back to Lisbon? Of course, in a heartbeat. Oh, it, I love it's, to hear it's that. fascinating, and I, I would spend more time there if I could. You know, I was doing this because you know it was part of a whole month long trip where, you know, I was in France, I was in Portugal, I, you know, so it uh, was like, oh man, where, you went on how a can massive I, how trip. Can I, yeah, how can I, how can I, you know, fit all this in? And it's like sometimes you have to, you know, you you are you know restricted by certain time situations, and so you mm-hmm. do what you can do, but you also but, say to yourself, I can, I I want to go back, you know. When so. do, do you sit in your hotel room once in a while and just pinch yourself like I just did this, you know? Uh, yeah, no, like, yeah. Normally, I'll pinch myself when I'm actually in the experience. Like, oh, you know, okay. I'll say, uh, I'll say, oh my. You know, I'll say, wow, this is happening. Are you seeing this? This is, are you, you know, this is real. This is real. This is like, this is crazy, you know, kind of thing. So, but um, I mean, you've done ice hotels to there, like to Portugal, you know. So, I mean, do you ever sit back and just like have a cup of tea? Oh, you're in Santa Fe (laughs) with Margarita um, and just go, like, how many experiences have I had? You know, you just didn't listen. Yeah, I feel. I feel very fortunate for what I've been able to see, do, experience, you know, touch, feel, smell, engage with people. You know, I do, I do feel very, very fortunate. Um, of course, uh, it doesn't want, I don't want to rest on any of those laurels because I'm like, yeah. there's so much more I want to see and do. And well, I love, I love that so. you also understand, like, you know, you had four days, so make the most of it. Like Nancy and I yeah. are like that. And people are always like, well, you should have done this. You should have done. No, uh, it, you can't. No. You can't, you can't do everything. Do everything. Like so, I, I want you to do all these other things in Lisbon that yeah. I, I want to do. So I'm going to have yeah. to just go there. But yeah. And that's the point. You, you've you've made me kind of like, hey, you know, get your butt right. ski over there. And and that's the thing. Um, You, you went to Sintra next. Right. And so yeah. I love this, and, that you've got to just claim what you can do when you're there, no matter how right. short the time is. Claim it. Go for it. You enjoy have to, it. You know, like, like you have to pick and choose. You know, you have to say, mm. okay, I've got this amount of time. What is really reasonable for me to see within this time? And um, you know, I don't want to make myself crazy. I want to build in time to mm. sit in a cafe and enjoy a meal. I want to sit and watch people. I want, you know, uh, so I have to figure out, you know, what what is important to me to see on this first go around or first taste of this. Uh, destination you know if I had all oh, the world sure you know but Sintra is a lot of people when they go to Lisbon and they're there for several days in Lisbon they'll spend they'll take a day and they'll go to Sintra because it's it's really only about a you know 45 minute uh, uh, 50 minute uh, train ride from uh, Lisbon so it's very easy to get there and people will just go for the day and cram everything in um, this in travel they they have you know you spending two nights in Sintra which I adored only because once all the people leave that town is just quiet peaceful and it's beautiful and you know you can really appreciate it with all without all the the day trippers so to speak so but Sintra is like a fairy tale it's it's an enchanting enchanting town and uh you know, once again, it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and uh, we stayed That's at a amazing. lovely hotel, uh, boutique hotel, the Central Boutique Hotel, which is right 
you know, right steps away from the quaint area, the old town area. And, uh, you know, you're there in Sintra to see uh, the castles and the palaces. And there are uh, a handful of them that are, 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 are the hot spots. And once again, you know, start early, you know, book online if necessary, get your tickets and, you know, have a, have a, have a, a method of, of way of you're going to approach this because you, you do need to do that. And, uh, the Pena Palace is probably mm. the number one site and it is the most outrageous, uh, uh, palace that I have ever seen. It's considered one of the seven wonders of Portugal and a crown jewel, but I I described it as a Ronald McDonald house on steroids. (laughs) That's, I mean, looking at this, it's, I'm looking at the photos now. It's amazing. People, you've got to experience this. I want to experience it, you know. Um, It's crazy. It's, 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 uh, you know, it, it's got the vivid hues, and it's. I said it was kind of a schizophrenic whirlwind of, of mismatching types of ele- uh, elements. You know, it's got the onion domes, and it's you know sneering gargoyles and battlements, and you know very uh, very crazy place, but just so wildly wonderful, you know, and built by or created by King Ferdinand II, who was a, a mad genius. And, uh, you know, they defied all sorts of any type of rationality in terms of architectural order. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's fascinating. And then, of course, they have this incredible park, the Peña Park, which is mm, like 500 acres. Love it. and it's gorgeous with, you know, pavilions and lakes and gardens, and you just can walk forever, you know. So uh, get your good walking shoes on for wherever you're going in Portugal. Yeah. I mean, just looking at all the photos from that, it, it is like that, too. And and he went in a cave, you know. Oh, my gosh. And the Moorish Castle, which is way up on the top of the peaks, you know, it's this unbelievable kind of, uh, you know, very... Um, uh, a, a very imposing type of place and it, it, it to me it's and then you you know climb way up there and you get this incredible panorama of the whole the whole area so that is that is an amazing place and then that the one castle that is very very also very bizarre is the Quinta de Regalia I think it's Regalera no Regalera yeah yeah Quinta de Re- Regalera which is Quinta means like a, a castle or an estate and so this this guy um the this man uh, his last name was montero he was this very eccentric millionaire and so he was really into alchemy and masonry and so he had this place designed almost kind of like a fun house because there's everything there's like these hidden tunnels and secret passageways but the and they all they can feel like symbolic elements but the initiation wells are probably the most uh, intriguing for visitors. I mean, you're going down into these almost underground towers with these circular stairs, but they were never used for water. They were used for ceremonial purposes. And uh, there's oh. a lot of mysticism associated. So it's just, it's wild, just wild that people have these things built. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just really, really like looking and going, I mean, you you have so many photos, I mean, from both, uh, and everyone will do the I don't know how to say Azores now. Azores, not, you know. Azor, Azores. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not going to get it right now after all of this time. But um, going through all the images and reading your articles, I'm just like, I need to go there. I feel like I need to go to Portugal for like a month. Wouldn't? Would yes. you say that? You do. Yes. Do you, you feel do. that way when you were there? Like, 
You know, since I've been twice and spent uh, a good amount of time in, uh, like I said, uh, Porto in the Douro Wine Valley area, um, you know, Portugal has several wonderful places to visit, you know, not even to mention the islands. But, you know, people, you you could spend, you know, several weeks in Portugal itself and, and enjoy the attractions. But it would be wonderful to spend, you know, an entire month devoted to the country. Uh, how how does it rank with you? Because I know, you know, Oregon's a big deal with you. Where where, where would you where would it's it apple, be? Apples and oranges, and I never, ah, I never, I never, I, think, I never compare. You're so I never politically compare. correct. I know you're so politically correct. <laughs> no, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't, because, but no. God, I mean that that palace is insane. It is. Insane. I can't. They're all. They're we have all to, insane. It's. Listen, everyone, stay tuned. We're going to make a jigsaw puzzle from one of because, (laughs) like, don't you think the jigsaw puzzle from that? Like, good luck with good luck with that. Um, (laughs) It's just, but it kind of reminds me of Salvador Dali in a weird way. Yes, yes, of of like what he does, and and oh my god, mm, I am really jealous, right? Well, you just need to go. All right, just just yeah. just do it. And I know. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I need to stop saying. Jealous. Anyone who's it's listening, not a thing to any, do. anyone anyone who's listening, um, I think Portugal is, you know, one of the most charming and uh, beautiful countries, and historically so rich. The, I want to mention just a quick note about yeah, the people yeah. because I think the people are so oh, yeah. lovely. They're they're so welcoming. They're hospitable. They're kind, mm. and uh, everyone we talked to was so helpful, and it was wonderful. I just, I, I really must put a plug in for the the people of the Portuguese people because they are I, I agree. really special, just special. I, I think that the hospitality of places, especially, and, and even in Lisbon, right? Even though you're in a city, oh, it it still people uh, make still it, had wonderful people, you know. Yeah, whether you're in a city or a small town, we think small towns are only hospitable in this country, and that's not true. Um, but it's just that kind of thing that we keep thinking, you know. Um, Absolutely. But would Absolutely. would you say Lisbon too? Is that I? Is that... I'd say that yeah. I, I we encountered many wonderful people who were very helpful mm. um, and kind, and so you know I think the same goes. You know I've been in different parts of that country and I've had the same, uh, you know, impression of the people. And uh, you know, to me that really it makes a difference for visitors and travelers, you know, who are coming from all parts of the world, to have the host country there to be so, so hospitable, you Mm. know, and I I always want to point out when I've been, I feel like that, that is an exception. You know, I think that the Portuguese Mm. people are an exception really. Mm. With, um, in regards to Portugal. So you've been there before this, this wasn't your first time going. No, no. Like I said, I've been now I'm really parts, jealous. Parts of, yeah, parts <laughs> of the country. Uh, this was uh, several years ago when I did a, a part of a Spain and Portugal uh, uh, trip. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 wonderful. I could go, <sighs> and, and then you know I went to the the Azores Islands as well, which is a you know very wild and magical place that many people don't 
get to when they go to Portugal because it is a couple hours off the mainland. And uh, mm. but you know, and in any case, I've really, really wanted to go to those islands as well. I wanted to kind of complete the the Portugal experience with those islands too. But um, yeah, I could go back easily, go back, and I could go visit other places that I haven't been in the country. You know, it's just and amazing. It's not, it's not, it's not a huge country, so it, it is. It isn't, you know. It isn't like you know. You're so overwhelmed by a, a big country that has so much. But Portugal is is you know. You can you can get around Portugal. There's trains, and you know you can get around quite easily. Hmm, I love that. I just love the variety of experiences you had. You know, from the food, you know, from the custard uh, cakes, and all the way to going to. <laughs> you know, gardens and a park and underground right. caves, you know, yeah. I know you like yeah. caves. Yeah. That's, oh, that's gosh, a thing yeah. for you. And, you yeah. know, to be able to have castles and, you know, boutique yeah. inns and all this different food, you know, museums, you, you really had a, a big, big um, experience, you know, yes. which I think yeah. is cool. And I think um, for people four days, a taste, you know, if you want a taste of something, um, also in travel offers, you know, longer tastes of, so to speak, of, of places, you know, so there are, there, there, you know, they, they have a, a wide range of offerings for people. So if people want more than four days, they can certainly do more than four days. And so, you know, which, what's nice is, is you can kind of pick and choose, which is the great, I think the great asset to this, this company, you know. Mm. And everyone, uh, the links to, in travel are, are all in uh, Debbie's article. And also uh, I'll put the link up in the show notes too. So it's in travel.co.uk. Um, they have a four night self-guided walking trip. They have a seven night self-guided walking trip. Um, so all of that is linked up in uh, Debbie's article, fire monkeys article, <laughs> FM, <laughs> you know, she's got her names. Uh, so check that out. And, um, and she'll be back uh, next month talking about the azor i can't uh, the azores the azores azores i'm gonna have my <laughs> new name but uh we'll we continue talking about these beautiful regions of portugal that you went to it's got to feel good to be you really conquered the the uh, america as a country <laughs> during the pandemic and then all of a sudden it was like yes i can go to europe and you just went you you hauled you're like i'm off I'm off to see the yeah. other side. And yeah. so, you know, and so this was like your second time over since the pandemic. I know within, within a year, I think it's like been, we were yeah. there last summer, we were spent seven weeks in Europe. And so, and, you know, this time we spent almost a month in Europe once again. So it, to me was, you know, it's, I could, I could go to Europe at the drop of it. I just, there's so much to see, but you know, there's also so much to see as, as I know in this country, there's so much still I need to see and want to see, mm. you know? So, so, you know, wherever you are in the world, I think there's so much to see. And, you know, there's always wonderful things about places that aren't even that far away too, you know? Awesome. So Yeah, exactly. Just do what you can. And, yep. uh, and, Everybody, uh, Debbie's article, again, is on blendradioandtv.com, linked in the show notes. She will be back here on the fourth Tuesday of July. Oh, my gosh. Are we in July already? Yeah, we are. <laughs> and we're moving forward, Hard man. It is. I know. I know. Uh, summer is here. We're all happy about summer. Let me just say, summer is oh, a good yes. season. Heck, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for some sunshine, some warmth. 
Um, some places you may be swearing at the sunshine, but honestly, <laughs> I'm just here to say Enjoy. that sunshine is really good. And it is good, good, good stuff. Uh, everyone, thank you. Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you, Fire Monkey, Debbie Stone, for joining us again. It's, it's always a pleasure to chat with you and find out about your destinations. I am green with envy because, you know, there's the grotto of the bats that you want to. Y- anyway, so um, I'm just saying <laughs> well, I am green you. with envy and I can't help it. And um, go. I, I, go. I'm just go. really glad that you did go. <laughs> Because you made me feel better, but then you made me like now, like I'm going to have to make a plan. So it's okay. That's a good thing. So thank you. Thank you so much (laughs) for letting me share with your listeners and uh, talk soon. Take care, Debbie. Bye, Mikey. All right, you too. Bye-bye.